Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. Very big thank you for all the support on the new channel. There's a new video coming today as well. Uh, I must note before this video, please understand that as in every video, but especially this one, nothing said here is financial advice. Not one word that I am saying should be misconstrued or taken as financial advice, and you will see why as we go through the video. Uh, I'm not sure what happened once again over the last 24 hours, but I think bullish right now for a lot of people in the space is a general understatement. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Bitcoin's price skyrockets above $20,000, leaves over $160 million in shorts liquidated. Remember we were going over a chart, I believe it was just yesterday or maybe the day before, the days blend together, I'm not really sure. And we were talking about a lot of analysts, it was like five people back to back were all saying, uh, remember that, that gray line that was like moving up, it was showing Bitcoin's price and we kept on hitting that gray line, you know, we would fall down into it and then eventually we would start skyrocketing back up. The news was, is that within that gray line where we were, uh, Bitcoin was at the end of it, and therefore was getting ready to move back up, and apparently that is where we currently are. There's a lot of people talking about that we have just finished the bear market and or the bear market has been over for a number of days, i.e., uh, we are, once again, not financial advice, that i.e. we are on the train to move higher for the next two and a half years or so. Right. That's why I said, you know, please try and take this with a leveled cup of glass or grain of salt or something. Because no one knows what the macroeconomic uh, moves may change in the cryptocurrency space. But alas... Here we are. Yes, Ethereum's uh, Bitcoin's price popped up by around seven or eight percent, almost instantaneously. As did Ethereum, and many other coins are also pumping right now as well. It says crypto analyst who predicted the May 2021 market crash says now is the time to buy Bitcoin. There are multiple people out there who are saying the exact same thing. They believe now that this is going to be the beginning of the future movement to $100,000 that we have passed by the bear market. And it's, it's really crazy to even think that it, it lasted that long. For some reason, any type of downtrend in price feels like three or four months to me. It doesn't feel like since the beginning of this year and the end of last year that we've been in like negative price territory. It's, it, it, am I the only one? Like it feels like we haven't, you know, it hasn't been that bad, if you will. It says, Ether on the cusp of outperforming crypto majors as analyst sets conditions for $4,800 high. The idea for Ethereum is that um, as we are on the cusp of the merge, 
they're expecting prices will continue moving higher. As you, I told you before, it's usually, typically, historically, a week before. That's normally when we see like the real actual price movements. A lot of that has been quite choppy because of things that have been happening within the stock market and other markets around the world. This person believes that the day after the merge, once again, like I stated before, once we get real numbers and we see that the issuance rate has dropped by 80 or 90%, which it's supposed to, when we see how much the, the transactional coin burn is, when we get all these numbers and all these metrics and people realize exactly how scarce Ethereum is, that will be the run-up. He also says, of course, uh, if Bitcoin can try to begin to get near reclaiming $30,000, i.e. just continually moves up, Ethereum is also going to begin pumping as well. Uh, I think 40, was it 47 or 4,800? That was the previous all-time high before we actually had the upgrade. So the idea is once we have the upgrade, there's nothing really stopping us from hitting that number once again. It says Ethereum rockets to 1700 as bulls take over crypto market. Ethereum is aiming for $1,900 as ETH regains 10% from its latest drop. The entire market is, no matter where you look, I saw, and, and usually on a typical news day, there isn't much negativity anyway. Negativity might be, uh, Charles Hoskinson was screaming at someone. Maybe the SEC stated or said something or something along those lines. But it tends to, we always tend to have a nice little flow of uh, good news, if you will, within the space. It says Bitcoin's recent surge. What? Bitcoin's recent surges resume. Okay, that makes a bit more sense. The uptrend. Uh, will it continue? Maybe. Uh, we have to see where the rest of the world ends up going. I've mentioned before maybe hundreds of times. There's no real reason why crypto should be so heavily correlated to any other market. We do, for the most part, I thought we stood on our own. Uh, and of course, I'm pretty sure a lot of you uh, already see where some of this is going. Uh, we also have tons of like, I'm rich, look over here, please pay attention to me and what I have to say about Bitcoin. CEO of a $4.5 billion crypto fund says Bitcoin has bottomed out and is ready to rally. Here are his targets. Basically the same other ones as before. There's nothing really uh, spectacular, if you will, to report there. It's the generalized, we need to hit 30 in order to hit 45. Once we hit 45, 55 is looking really good. And at that point, we should have a complete trend, re trend reversal going towards 79. I think it was 79, was it? I think it was $69,000, $70,000 previous all-time high, gearing us up for the movement upward as we get closer to the next merge, and this is just how it always happens. It's always the same over and over, uh, history just constantly rhyming with itself, uh, and once again, like I said, for those of you who saw exactly where this was going... It says stocks gain for a second straight day as a rebound continues. Uh, so we are currently right now at the point where people within the stock market area and traditional finance, we understand quite clearly uh, that the Federal Reserve is going to continue raising interest rates. At some point in the last two or three days, the Fed said something or people took their words to mean a certain thing. 
And now, remember, this was, was it last month or the month before? The last time there was a, a Fed rate hike. Uh, the indication was stocks began to fall on the news for the fifth time that the Fed was going to raise interest rates. For some reason, it got into everyone's heads that the Fed was going to raise it by a full percent, and that apparently caused the downtrend in the market. Apparently, a lot of people are now saying that the Fed rate hike might only, O-N-L-Y, be half of a percent or 0.75%, and this appears to be why the stock market and stock market futures are actually moving up right now. Can anyone tell me why this is a, a slightly nonsensical? I'll, I'll wait. It's because this, the same exact thing happened last time. The Fed said that they were going to continue to do exactly what they did before. They were going to raise interest rates by 0.75%. For some reason, one full percent got into people's heads. I don't know where that came from. And then the Fed was like, no, we're not doing a full percent. We're probably going to do exactly what we did before. And then stocks rallied. So we are currently at the, uh, they said they were going to do it, but now we're going to say something else. And then they said the original thing that they said that they were going to do before. And now people are optimistic that it's only 0.75%, which is what it's been the last multiple times. Weird, weird space, right? I just don't. Um, Yeah, so at the moment... The cryptocurrency market is pumping. Uh, tons of shorts have been liquidated as a lot of people were betting on prices potentially moving back down to just negative Nancy's. Stock market is going up. I haven't checked other stock markets around the world. For, forgive my uh, reasoning here. As the world tends to only pay attention to what the U.S. stock market is doing, uh, mainly U.S. stock market news here, Today, also, I guess loosely, but not really loosely, tying into price news as well. The most popular, once again, news story within the cryptocurrency space. This was actually in more places than actual price news. Uh, for those of you not listening or listening or looking, <laughs> it says Luna Classic uh, takes over Bitcoin and trading volume on KuCoin. Huobi has confirmed support for Terra Classic Burns. So, we had news yesterday that, Ku- I believe it was, no, no, it was BMEX. I believe that was the name of the exchange announced that they were going to be supporting the Terra Luna Classic Burn and Upgrade, which I believe is scheduled for the 20th of this month. And then Qcoin announced that they were going to be supporting the Burn as well. And then Huobi has just announced that they were going to be supporting the burn and upgrade as well. Then guess what happened yesterday? Uh, Binance confirmed also support for the Terra Luna Classic tax burn and upgrade. So, as far as I understand from everyone uh, screaming about it online, uh, there's going to be a staking feature for Terra Luna Classic. Once again, for, this is from what I understand. If I'm getting it wrong, I'm sorry. I'm trying to absorb as much as possible. I only have one brain, uh, which is going to be something similar to an Ethereum type thing. You lock your coins away. You secure the network. You get more coins out of it. Passive income kind of thing. A lot of people are dramatically bullish on it. The other part that people really love is the tax burn on the Terra Luna Classic chain. 
And this is why I believe it's once again the most popular news story of the day. Uh, the idea is essentially for every so the the community has voted for this for every transaction on the Terra Luna Classic blockchain. There will be a one point two percent tax on what is being sent or the transaction or somehow, and those coins will be burned forever, gone away from the supply. The idea being, the larger the transactions, the more the burn. The more the burn, the lower the supply, the lower the supply, the higher the coin's price goes. Once again, think of this. Every transaction, 1.2% of it is going to be burned and gone forever. Once again, this is not financial advice. I'm simply explaining to you what's going on. There are a lot of people who believe that this coin is going to hit $1 again. It's kind of like the mantra. When I look on Twitter, it's basically the main method of this the, uh, of discussion. A lot of other people are talking about a two, three, four dollar, but one dollar is kind of like the the one cent before for uh, Dogecoin. Years ago, the idea of Dogecoin hitting one cent was like, man, if that ever happens, that's going to be crazy, and that's kind of what people want to happen here. So, what I saw yesterday is that Binance announced that they were going to be supporting the the tax burn as well. However, they said that theirs would only be happening, I believe, on withdrawals and uh, deposits onto their website. From what I understand, a lot of people from the Terra Luna Classic community were quite annoyed with this because they wanted it to be a complete every transaction burn happening. However, and this is how I once again understood it and have been understanding it for a while... Transactions that happen on a cryptocurrency exchange are not actually happening on a blockchain. They're happening on the company's internal computer system. And I know that sounds a little bit weird. Imagine you are playing Monopoly. Here's the simplest way. You're playing Monopoly, you're playing with your friends and all your little pieces and little houses and stuff that you keep building up. You know, These are the coins that you're accumulating on the cryptocurrency exchange. You keep landing on places, you keep putting your little houses everywhere and you have so much on the board that's you accumulating within the crypto exchange nothing has actually moved outside of their ecosystem nothing has touched an actual blockchain at some point you go you know what i want to cash out i don't know you can't really cash out a monopoly but you'll understand the point and you say i want to trade back in all of my houses that i have on this board for cash and then the banker actually hands you money that is the transaction that actually touches a blockchain you know like when you're on a cryptocurrency exchange and they ask you to confirm Hey, there's a transaction that's going to be leaving our system that's going to be going to you. That is the only time it actually hits a crypto exchange. Every other transaction on an exchange is simply within their inner systems. This is, once again, how I've always understood it. So when you hear about these transactions happening on a crypto exchange, they're not blockchain transactions. This is why they are centralized entities because it's just they have a cold storage wallet or sometimes a warm wallet as well. And only when someone requests a deposit or a withdrawal from said exchange does money actually touch the chain, like the actual blockchain. So this is why I believe that they announced that. Sure, we will support it, but once it hits a blockchain, I don't think they can actually... I mean, I'm I'm sure that they can within their internal systems implemented on Binance. But once again, Binance is a centralized system and they don't have to do what the Terra Luna Classic chain is saying or asking for or demanding. The fact that they have support at all 
after what happened at the beginning of this year, when Binance was basically trying to stay away from the coin forever, is quite huge. I wrote a tweet on it. I was like, okay, this is great. Because once you have one of the top three Kraken, Binance, or Coinbase supporting any coin, it's usually like a snowball effect. Uh, The other exchanges see, well, Binance has it, so we also have to have it. And this is kind of how it has to go. So uh, the, once again, the burn on chain, incredible idea to actually think of that. I'm certain at this point, this is my opinion, this coin is probably going to hit a dollar again. It just seems completely logical with the amount of people who are into it, who are jumping into it, uh, and the constant price rises every single day. Uh, For me, the most important news was that Binance confirmed that they were going to be supporting it at all because they could have simply said, we're going to delist it. Right. Uh, So the most popular news story of the day is that Huobi, that was the other one, BTCX. It was Huobi, BTCX, Binance, and what's the other one? And KuCoin have all announced their support for the coin burn. Once again, the most, I mean, this was... It was everywhere, 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 everywhere. It says, here's why Terra Classics price has soared by 250% just in September. Uh, If prices continue to go up, if we continue to see a Bitcoin uptrend and an Ethereum that is nearing $3,000, I think this coin is going to completely lose its mind. This community is quite adamant in what they do and what they believe in. Yeah, that's the Terra Luna classic news. It is all over the place. A lot of people are going completely insane for it. It's even overshadowing. Normally, every other day, we would get um, some type of Shiba Inu news, Shiba Inu coin burn news. Shiba Inu is doing this news that has completely morphed into Terra Luna classic. Uh, I wonder in a year, if we continue on this uptrend in price, how high this coin is going to be. Implementing a coin burn like that along with staking, that's pretty intense. Like, you are making sure that there is no actual circulating supply for your coin. Oh, boy. Uh, That's the Terra Luna Classic news. And, yeah. Uh, Let's uh, move on. Also in Can't Make This Up If I Tried... American car manufacturer Ford Motor Company is the latest car brand prepping its entry into the world of NFTs and the metaverse, filing 19 trademark applications across its major car brands. U.S. US states, United States Patent and Trade Office, licensed trademark attorney Mike Condudis, it says Condudis, K-O-N-D-O-U-D-I-S, but I just realized this sounds like can't do this. Revealed in a Wednesday tweet that the company had filed a total of 19 trademark applications, including for Mustang, Mustang, Bronco, Lincoln, Explorer, and F-150 Lightning. I don't know what any of that is. A trademark application covers virtual cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, and clothing, Ford wants clothing for its brands and also cover a proposed online marketplace for NFTs as well. So they're simply joining the ranks 
And at this point, you can't even really laugh at them because everyone else is doing it as well. Every major company. Uh, what was the other one? It was Hyundai a couple days ago. Uh, was it Ferrari? I think they also announced that they're also going to be making NFTs. What's the other one? Bentleys? I, I think they also... What's the... There's 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 car NFTs on Vivi. I know the... Oh, gosh. What is it called? The DeLorean brand is on there. And what's the other one? The one that James Bond is always in. I don't know. No? I don't remember. It's, it, it's something expensive because it's also expensive on, on Vivi. So, yeah, the news is that Ford has openly announced that they are going to be getting into the metaverse cryptocurrency web three NFT space. I wonder why if this could actually work. For me, once again, the idea of being in a metaverse comes down to like, oh, hey, guys, look. I can breathe underwater. What? There's no gravity here. Look at me walking on the walls. Hey, I'm going to make a dragon and then fly around with it. The idea of rolling around in the metaverse on a in a Ford doesn't doesn't really tickle my fancy. Anyway, that's the Ford is getting into the metaverse news. Look at them coming into the year 2022. And yeah, Let's move on. Also in the news, because everybody's doing it, on the 7th of September, Puma, one of the world's largest leading sports brands, announced a launch of Black Station. Okay. Its first interactive metaverse experience during the New York Fashion Week. According to the company's press release, Black Station will become a dynamic destination to visit where Puma users will be able to connect in an immersive and interactive way to enjoy the brand's NFTs, mainly related to sporting goods. Adam Petrick, Puma's chief brand officer, said 20 years ago, Black Station was Puma's home. I don't know what this is. Is is this a physical place? Okay, Blackstation allowed Puma to showcase its most innovative designs, and that's why it revived the website to... Oh, it's a website. Blackstation? All right. Revived the website to celebrate its commitment to innovation. Given the boundaries we are pushing from a product design and digital standpoint, we found it fitting to bring Blackstation back as a new portal for digital exploration across fashion, sport performance, our heritage classics, and innovation. Uh, From the moment users enter the website, they can choose a hyper-realistic digital lobby with three district portals to experience exclusive, never-before-seen sneakers. They can also mint Nitro Pass passes to receive NFTs linked to physical products that can be claimed once the... These words. Futro? Futro Grade Fair in New York. What's a a Futro Grade? Is it like a misspelling of Fashion Week? I don't know. Anyway... Puma has openly announced that they're also um, getting into the, the Web3. Uh, they have a metaverse, which apparently is supposed to look hyper-realistic. I'll, I'll be the judge of that because I'm looking for a hyper-realistic metaverse to do nothing and just walk around and do stuff. Um, and also, they have NFT shoes coming out, like most other brands. Um, I, for those of you who did, did not know, I am not only a collector of vv nfts but i also collect like from from major brands as well 
as I believe. So like, I remember when I was younger, I'll put it to you this way. And this is, and maybe it's like just some type of like uh, investor trauma. I'm not really sure what it is. I remember being younger and I remember wearing Jordans. Everyone was wearing Jordans. It was because Michael Jordan was like the Chicago Bulls. Everyone knew him. And then as I got older and saw the prices of what those Jordans would have been, I was like, oh, I should have kept those sneakers, especially like shoes from like the the, the 80s that you would whatever that like are in museums and stuff. Now, there were so much money. So my idea always is I'm like, if I can collect the first wearable NFTs for these metaverses that are coming from these companies, what if NFTs do take off? What if in like 10 years, like everyone has digital collectibles? They're going to want the very first or even like the second series ones. They're going to be like a huge thing. So I, I collect them also as well for those of you who are completely unaware. Yeah, that's the, I mean, if these are an okay price, like 0.15 Ether, I might get them as well. That's the Puma is entering the NFT shoes and NFT metaverse and metaverse shoe black station news. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in, someone please just delete his Twitter at this point. This was also relatively popular news. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Cardano founder fires back. Add Bitcoin maximalist claims that he can change the ADA supply. Dude, just stop. I think people are saying things on purpose just to get him riled up and it's working way too easily. Uh, on Twitter yesterday, people were telling Char- people were writing in general the same exact nonsense that they were writing for. And, and it's so sad that these people have nothing better to do with their lives. Imagine being, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to be nice. The point is people were writing that Charles Hoskinson can make and or delete ADA at any time that he wants. We know that this is not true because we've seen network consensus before on the Cardano network. There was also a rumor going around that he himself can change the date of the actual Vasil hard fork. We know that this is not true. Everyone say it with me. Because of network consensus. It happens over and over every single time. Like we get news days before hey, 79% of the network is calling for this. There's 800 nodes around the world that have said, yay, we need about three more percent before the network can actually upgrade. We got the network to say yes, and therefore the upgrade is happening. So we know for a fact that, and Charles Hoskinson knows for a fact that, he himself cannot control the supply of ADA here or there and cannot control when the upgrades are going to happen. He may propose them, And as he is a large figurehead in the space, people may look to his guidance as he is, uh, he's smarter than I am. So yeah, the problem is, is that this guy keeps making YouTube videos and also tweets just screaming at people being like, you don't understand the coin. And it's like, leave, just stop, just, 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 just block those people or mute them. Muting is also a very, a very easy way because they're doing it just to get him upset. But the problem is, is that he is the face of the coin. I mean, the, the only person who, you know, has gotten lucky while being the face of the coin is Vitalik. Because a lot of people tried before, leave people alone. Uh, people tried before to make fun of Vitalik Buterin because if, you, if, you, if you've never seen Vitalik Buterin going to like a, uh, like a conference, sometimes, usually, he has a unicorn shirt, he's wearing his pajama pants, and he has like unicorn slippers on. 
And people were trying to make fun of him and, and call the coin garbage because of that. And it's like, no, dude, you're garbage. Like, leave people alone. Like, that's that's what you're trying to do to make a coin's price go down is make fun of what some some other piece of fabric that they're wearing. It's just losers. Like, leave the space. It's so annoying. So anyway, um, Hoskinson, I don't know you, dude. But if, if somebody here knows him by extension, just tell him to get off Twitter because it's just making the coin look ridiculous. That he keeps like really like firing back at everyone. Like it's not it's not that serious. Uh, XRP maximalist, <clears throat> XRP maximalist, Bitcoin maximalist did the exact same thing to XRP years ago. Bitcoin maximalist told me the exact same thing about Ethereum that I shouldn't get into Ethereum. I remember when Cardano was first released, people told me not to get into Cardano, and luckily I didn't listen to them and actually bought Cardano when it was first coming out. But yeah, so this was very popular news. Uh, this happens every single day. It's just a little, it's a little sad at this point. So if you know him or you're hanging out with him and you're on your yacht, I assume he has a yacht. He seems rich enough. Just like smack his phone onto the floor and be like, oh, whoops-a-daisy. Now you can't use Twitter. Don't you feel better mentally? Anyway, that's the Charles Hoskinson screamed at someone else on Twitter news. Because it keeps happening like every single day. All right. Let's move on. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters, GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on, Empire Queen, Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben, Arachno Dave, Tony Ambrosi, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z-Way, Lay, Mobarazzi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grolay, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy All Good, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Steuer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, A Bibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, there we go, Wise Night Owl 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cold D3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Garner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodie McBoatface, Anytime Fitness Monks, Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigero Machonisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle, URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel. Thank you to everyone who clicked like, who clicked subscribe, who has left a comment or multiple comments for the algorithm. Thank you for all the new support on the new channel. Thank you for all the support on the podcasts as well. I do appreciate it. At the moment, Bitcoin is at $20,734. It is up by 7.95%. Ethereum is at 1725 It is up by 5.6% as well. Binance Coin is up by 4. ADA is up by 4.9. XRP is up by 5.5. Solana is up by 9.25 percentile points. Dogecoin is up by 4.5. Polkadot is up by 9. Matic is up by 6. Shiba Inu is up by 5. Avalanche is up by 7. Uniswap is up by 7. OKB skyrocketed and then went sideways. It's still up by, if you round up, it's up by 20%. Cosmos is up by 24% as well. Chainlink is up by 14 percentile points. Terra Luna Classic is actually trending sideways. This is quite surprising because this coin has been on a Roll. It is down by 1.4% and is going completely sideways. Kronos 
is up by 6.5%. Lumens is up by 6.8 percentile points as well. Algorand is up by 7. Flow is up by 6. Internet Computer is up by 6. Filecoin is up by 6. EOS is up by 4. VeChain Thor is up by 7. Ape, jeez Louise, what happened there? ApeCoin is up by almost 17%. What news happened? That's a little insane. Decentraland is up by 6% as well. Tezos is up by 10 Oh, wow. Sand, wow. Sand fell comparative uh, to uh, Decentraland. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Sandbox is up by 7 percentile points as well. Uh, okay. Not too bad with the prices. I was actually hoping for them to fall below a dollar or be near-ish a dollar before I thought about accumulating. Axie Infinity is once again back in the top 50, is up by 7%. Anything else monstrously crazy? Nope. But the cryptocurrency market is back up, and we will see where prices continue going once the stock market opens as well. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope you all are having a great day, great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely incredible. Hope you all have a wonderful Friday. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, commenting and or supporting and i will most certainly be talking to you all soon see you